spice or something. Just ingrown hairs. Uh, I'd be like that, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Just out. Welcome back to the oh, Tighten Up Podcast. Start over the <laughs> Nope, not starting over. That is making the cut. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm John. Yeah. No, he is lice. <laughs> to my left is John. Go ahead. Go I'm ahead. John. So, uh, this is Jay Holly right here. To my right, Jay Holly. Got the boys back again. In the stew. In the stew. Cooking it up, baby. Mm-hmm. So, we wanted to open this show um, on a little bit of a somber note. I know y'all just got just a little bit of a laugh um, out of that beginning portion. But, uh, as most people are doing uh, this week, we're all, as a nation and as a world, in a lot of ways, are mourning the loss, to, lo- the loss of a legend. Um, whether you think he was a good person, whether you think he was a bad person, depending on things that happened in his life, no matter what you think, you should know that he was the human embodiment of hard work, determination, and greatness. And I think um, the loss of Kobe uh, impacts more people than almost anything. You know, he seems like an indestructible figure, um, someone who's invincible. That's who he was his whole career. He was that guy. And, you know, uh, and I think a lot of people are mourning this. And um, I think that the way to go about this is, let me rephrase that. I think the way that Kobe would want us to handle this is not to sit and mourn over and over again for him. That man was an absolute fucking workhorse. Oh, my God. And he worked harder than anyone. And what he would want is for you to have the Mamba mentality and work your ass off more than you ever have in your life. And I think that is the legacy Kobe leaves. He doesn't want to leave this world with sadness. He wants to leave this world with greatness. Um, I don't know. It's terrible, man. Uh, uh. I mean, I mean, with everything that, that people are saying in, in the wake of his passing, you, you, you just can't deny his uh, success that he had over his 20 years. And the success that he had outside of the NBA career. I mean, he's... He won an Oscar. He won an Oscar last year. Yeah, yeah he won an Oscar. And, like, his main focus was, like, uh, getting closer with his family and getting those family values in, man. And, like, there's there's not a harder worker out there, people would, would agree to say, than Kobe Bryant was. And it's a shame that he had to go at 41. Yeah. Um, rest in peace to Gianna, especially mm-hmm. Gigi. Gigi. Um, what, you know... Uh, it's just a terrible loss. And also rest in peace to the other seven lives that were mm-hmm. gone, the pilot and the other families on board. Um, it's just a horrific accident. And, uh, I mean, I, I don't know what else can be said. Jay Holly, do you have any words? You're about to see the Mamba mentality be instilled in this podcast. We're, uh, we're definitely about to work hard. Give y'all some prime content. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, keep, keep a lookout. We got big, we got big things coming. And, um, we're gonna try to make 2020 the year of having a mamba mentality and grinding. I think that's I think that's our vision is just to work as hard as we can at this because we love it. One and yeah. two, it's just it's just it's just what we want to do, man. Like yeah. we just want to grind it out. All right, sorry for all the rambling and everything, uh, but we do have a last tribute to him. We want to pick out a Titans player throughout the whole franchise's history. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think any of us are going to go Houston Oilers. No. Um, but we want to pick out a player who we think had the most m- similar mentality, the most Mamba mentality. I don't know how to word that. Uh, but hmm? The embodiment of Kobe. Yeah, the embodiment yeah. of Kobe. There yeah. you go. The Speak Mamba mentality. 
Uh, so I got a voice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> baby. Uh, John, you want to go ahead? Uh, I thought you get this started. Yeah, I get it. Oh, okay. Um, all right. I think that my answer is better than y'all. Sorry. Don't know what you <laughs> bring to the table, but mine is the best. The embodiment of Kobe's mentality, the mama mentality, is Cortland Finnegan. Okay. That man okay. was an animal. That is, that is risky. Dude, he is a workhorse. <laughs> okay. He is a controversial figure. Yes, he, he certainly is. Certainly is a controversial figure, figure, but he worked hard. He did not give a fuck about you. He didn't care what you thought. He was going to go out there and bully you for the whole four quarters. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, I think, like, I was going through and I was like, I don't know, maybe Javon Curse, maybe Keith Bullock. I kept wanting to think defense because when you think Kobe, you just think nasty, man. Yeah. He was just a nasty. That's what a lot of Titans defenses have been. Yeah, yeah that's true. It's true. It's what's brought us a lot of success, but I just feel like Corlin Finnegan, man, he was unlike anything. I mean, that man was getting in fights on the field. Right. With men that me. had a couple pounds on him. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Andre Johnson whooped his ass, but... Yeah. Never forget. Yeah. His ass beat. Andre Johnson, another Titans legend. True. <laughs> true. Very true. Yeah, uh, I got some recency bias for me. Uh, I definitely have to say Derrick Henry with mine. Um, just with his work ethic, um, what he will bring on the field every game. Um, he might have had needed like a little uh, encouragement from Eddie George last season. But if you look at his body of work, uh, he does nothing but take care of himself, take care of his chickens, uh, and work hard on the field. So I got to be Derrick Henry on mine. I, could, I, I think that's mm-hmm. perfect, you know. I think he's got that work rate. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially like when proving from. I'm kind of gonna steal some of your shine here, John. But my uh, Titan that I think has the most Mamba mentality would be Eddie George. Yeah. Because like not yeah, only yeah. did he have his presence in his time of being a successful athlete, one of the most successful during his time, uh, but he his influence that he's had over this organization after he's left is definitely mm-hmm. very Mamba like. Uh, yeah, yeah, I see that. Know, like he has been in tied with this organization through thick and thin. Back whenever Derrick Henry wasn't producing like he was supposed to be, he was the one who sat down with him and said, "Hey, you need to get your shit together. Yeah. They're gonna ship up or ship out, mm-hmm. you know." And Eddie really had all him. gas, no brakes, baby. All gas, no brakes. I mean, Eddie really got to him, and I, I just think that that man's work ethic and like in tied with what he done, what he's done for this organization is is the Mamba mentality, the closest thing to. I like it. Yeah, I, I, I like that. I like both those answers. Well, uh, then again, always remind me of like a chihuahua. <laughs> yes, totally. Ready for the fucking shit yeah. at any time. Yes. Square yeah. up, yeah. barking, fighting a little dog. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> but he's never scared, you know? That's no. what I kept thinking of. I was like, Kobe was never afraid of anyone. Neither was Cortland, even though he definitely got his ass whooped a time or two. He was never, never yeah. afraid of a fight, never afraid of a matchup. Um, you got you. I feel like you definitely need a sort of Mamba mentality if you're gonna be a cornerback. Yeah, you're gonna get beat. Yeah, you got to be able to get lined up in that next play yeah. though. Uh, well, to transition from that, uh, first off, just rest in peace, Kobe. Rest in peace, all the lives that we lost. Yeah. Terrible. Um, <coughs> uh, but that's why twenty in the trash. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Uh, but we're gonna lighten it up from here. Uh, that was a little somber. So let's let's um. Let's make this a little more exciting. So we, uh, I'm gonna toss it over to Jay Holly. He has some stuff for uh, around the NFL. We're gonna call this segment around the NFL. John, take it away. All right. So most of y'all have probably seen this already, but the Houston Texans have a new GM who also is coincidentally their head coach. Um, could be good news for the Titans because uh, Bill O'Brien might be. Don't really know what Bill O'Brien is. He'll. He's almost guaranteed 10 games, but uh, during setting, saying that, he's also won the AFC 
I don't know how many years since he's been there, but he hasn't won anything. He should have. Let me tell yeah, you, that's like, he has definitely not been the best team in the AFC South <laughs> yeah, these years. Absolutely, because every single team seems to slip away. Yeah, every single team in the AFC South has made it to the AFC Championship, except for the Texans, but they have won it more times than the rest of us. Mm-hmm. So let them keep winning that. We'll keep moving on. I don't know. However, you want to look at it. I saw uh, I saw a meme earlier. I thought it was f- so funny. It was the, uh, it said Bill O'Brien when he sees who traded away all his uh, draft picks. And it was the, cap- it was Captain America walking up. Um, oh, and yeah. He gave me to seize himself. And he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. I think, uh, I think it's a terrible move. Like, I feel like yeah. even Texans fans think it's a terrible move. Yeah. Because, like, first off, he's not the greatest coach in the world to begin with. He, yeah, he's a good coach and he's done good things for the Texans organization. Mm-hmm. But with every good decision that he has, I feel like there's an equally yeah. disastrous decision. Yeah, like made. losing Javon Clowney because he just didn't want him yeah. or like Jadavion. didn't act fast enough. Jadavion Clowney, excuse yeah. me. And like, it's... Uh, what he gave him away for too. Just yeah. literally gave him away. He almost got a, walked away with nothing with him yeah. because he like he just just didn't didn't the timing didn't work out. Also, how do you blow a twenty four point deficit in the playoffs and then get hired as the GM? Yeah, you know, like uh, I don't know, man. It doesn't make sense to me. Um, John, what else you got for us for around the NFL? Around the NFL, uh, you know, it's been so far a slow offseason. Free agency hasn't really started. There's a lot of buzz around it. Uh, a lot Antonio of... Brown is around the NFL. Let me tell you, most he violent ain't in person. The NFL no more. Yeah. <laughs> that man, he's around the jail more the, like yeah. the he's... MVP. <laughs> most violent person. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's I like hysterical. it. Uh, man, outside that Super Bowl. Super Bowl is coming up. That's right. Yeah. Who's in the Super Bowl again? Yeah, who cares? I don't, fucking I don't, care. I don't really That's remember. Right. It's not, not the, the Titans. Games. So, oh. hey, yeah. my season know. ended a week and a half. This is the, I think the first season in a while that I feel comfortable in saying, looking forward to next year. Looking uh, forward to next year. Yeah. <laughs> looking yeah. forward to next year. Mm-hmm. I think so. Um, Super Bowl predictions. Yeah. What What do you think, John? Uh, personally, uh, I think the 49ers are gonna are gonna best them. I think they're gonna best them. I think it's gonna be close. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be electric. I think it's gonna be so exciting. I think it's gonna be high scoring for sure. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's they're gonna run up the score. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to say thirty-five. Let's see, forty-two. Okay. Okay. No, no field goals. No field goals. Yeah, Niners. Yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah. That front four for the Niners is gonna be everything. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. They're they're so good. Honestly, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, it would have been awesome to go to the Super Bowl, but we might have just gotten battered by the Niners. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. sick, man. Like, yeah. they really are so cold. They got some bullies in the box, that's for sure. Dude, yeah, I mean... And that's what you need, especially against uh, a Patrick Mahomes-led offense. You need to be able to rush him, yeah. get pressure on him without having to blitz, you yeah. know? Just let that line do their work. And they saw last week that he's going to try to scramble out, and they're going to rock his nice little ass, I hope, man. yeah. Because that made me mad. That, that little scramble You know what play I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Rock his shit! He's a runner! <laughs> Literally. But he was still behind the line of scrimmage. I understand yeah. why Rashawn Evans did th- what he did, but, like, you know, Patrick Mahomes, just, you're just a little bitch if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, Mahomes, if you're listening to this, you're a bitch. Well, if he Everyone is knows. listening, that's a fucking good sign for us, boys. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to UP. Give us a shout. But other than that, man. Also, yeah, shout us out. Just to actually ignore what I just said. Shout us out, Mahomes. Um, I it's, saw a picture. Wait, Mahomes? Is Mahomes the frog? Or uh, hey, guys. Uh, welcome to the Time Up Podcast. Uh, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, when'd you get here? Uh, uh, there was uh, <laughs> there's a photo that they released. Uh, he like low key fumbled 
right as he was entering the goal line, mm-hmm. but the ball was just in the air, and he, like, got it right back, like, as he was falling to the ground. I was Everyone, like, was, going for, mm, everyone a, was going for that strip. So close. Yeah. So How they let a Muppet get in the NFL? I just right. don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Super Bowl predictions. Yeah, I guess I'll go, I think Niners are going to win it. Honestly, I hate to see this. Like, Patty Mahomes, he'll probably have some highlights. He's going to get a bowl awesome. in his time. However, I feel like the Niners team... Yeah. is going to take it this time. To be fair, I want, like, Andy Reid deserves a Super Bowl. He man. does. He really does. And like, what a what a great coach. Don't let Kansas City know this, but they deserve a Super Bowl for going yeah. this cold for this long. I mean, but yeah. you don't let Kansas City know that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, fuck the whole state of Missouri. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to go... Shout I don't out want, I don't, Will Compton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to make mine too close to yours, but I'm going to say... I'm going to say 45 to 21. 45-21? Yeah, I think that... I okay. think it might, I think first half is going to be a little bit of shootout, but then I think that... Is it... Bosa's the one on the... Niners. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he's just going to make Mahomes See, so uncomfortable. Like Bosa, Armstead, um, Fred Warner's out there. I, I mean, dude, their, their front four is... It, Something to uh, lust for. Yeah, honestly. I mean, it's got to be the best in the NFL. I mean, clearly they've shown that and made it this far. Mm-hmm. Must be nice to have a, you know... Uh, nice edge rusher. Uh, <laughs> seriously, we need one. Good lord, John. What do you think? Predictions? Prediction. Yeah. I think it's gonna stay in like the 30s. Uh, the the Niners gonna play defense, but Mahomes is still gonna score. Uh, and Kyle Shanahan is such a great coach. Just he, yeah. I think he understands every aspect of the game. He understands like uh, like situational awarenesses. And he did kind of get burned in the when he was the Atlanta offensive coordinator. He didn't run the ball there to run the clock out towards the end. That's what led to. Them passing and the strip sack mm-hmm. led to a touchdown for the Patriots. And that's kind of what got them back in the game, won them the game. I think he learned from that lesson. As you can see, he constantly runs the ball. Um, doesn't ever forget it now. I learned from that lesson. I think Shanahan takes it. Yeah. What's the score? 38 to like... Mm, no, I'll go... 35-38. I'll, I'll keep it close. Uh, cause mm, okay, that's a lot more exciting Super Bowl than yeah. we're predicting. Robbie Gold to... kickoff or uh, field goal win it. We need to Call start keeping track of these so we can, you know, kind of check and see, yeah. check and see who's. Write uh, that down. Write that down. <laughs> kind of check and see who's winning the, you know, we'll mm-hmm. make a little competition of it yeah, when yeah. next season comes. We were definitely all wrong for um, the uh, AFC Championship. Yeah, Absolutely. I think my score was like almost spot on, but <laughs> but flip flop. Yeah, I think mine was the closest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, mine was definitely not the closest. Not in slip by all all. I predicted that we blow the Chiefs out, and that did not. Yeah, you said like yeah. they would get eight points, so, so they would just sit a, this prediction out. But yeah. <laughs> I'll show y'all next. Season. Just take a, take a timeout. Remember, we got something on stage. That's right. I thought we'd get in the forties. So shows to what be I know. fair, though, we scored twenty four, and the game before that we scored twenty eight. Game before that we scored twenty. To be fair, our offense still produced the way we needed them to. Yeah. The defense just couldn't stop him. You know? Which can you even blame them? I'm no, not even I mean, mad. They just stopped the Tom Brady <laughs> and they just stopped Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus yeah. Christ! There's They've been so much fuel on the road for four weeks. So yeah, we had to go to Houston, mm-hmm. then we had to go to New England, then yeah. Baltimore, and then Kansas City. Yeah, that's exhausting. That's oh yeah, terribly exhausting. Mm-hmm. Man, that's tough. Um, well, I guess we can um, kind of scoot along a little bit more. Uh, move on to. Uh, you have some awards, awards to give out? Yeah, cool awards. awards. So the first TUP award ceremony? Is yeah. Right here? The first inaugural. I guess that's the same thing, but the inaugural. The first inaugural. <laughs> we need some theme music. Sorry, kind of a dumbass. We'll uh, <laughs> Mambo mentality. We'll get there. <laughs> um, 
So we'll start at the top with MVP. I feel like there's a pretty consensus. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, have okay, a consensus yeah. MVP, and that's going to be obviously the king. Mm-hmm. Crown him. Crown him, baby. I'm actually gonna. I'm actually gonna have a little side on that one. My MVP for this season would be uh, John Robinson himself. Yeah, it's true. Okay. I thought you were gonna that's say Brett Kern, honestly. I'm gonna pick my. Well, Shout out Brett Kern. Brett Kern was gonna be a hard pass, but it wouldn't have been possible without. Actually, that would, never mind. I'm gonna backtrack quickly. John Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. see where you're coming from. I mean, from. he he he's assembled this team, mm-hmm. and, and he's done a phenomenal job. All his draft picks have been. He's he had to pick a so player, John. Yeah. But the players who performs, damn it. <laughs> Alright, I'm trying not to be a yes man, y'all. Come on, John Robinson. I, I know, I'm just messing with you. More awards. Uh, but, so, Derek in the season, 50, uh, excuse me, 1,540 rush yards, 16 rush touchdowns, led the league, obviously, in yards, uh, 206 reception yards, and two uh, receiving t- TDs. Ooh, yeah. Um, all around, just... A Derek Henry screen is low-key, I think, my favorite play. I love seeing him, like, just run through a motherfucker's face. When... A screen, perfectly timed screen to Derrick Henry, is just a There's beautiful thing. There's nothing like it. And yeah. when you get either when you get Lawan and uh, like Saffold out there, Saffold out there blocking, absolutely. It just looks, it that just man could so just pretty. go and eat some stripe, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, like I love seeing him to put on a speed rather than him bruising it. It's honestly, beautiful. it's really beautiful. Cause I mean, cause a lot of people just see him as a strong running back who can run yeah. through people, but mm-hmm. he has some. Uh, Phenomenal top speed. Absolutely. Oh, I, mean, I think it's because all the weight that he's carrying, it just like propels yeah. him. He's yeah, like once, an electronic train or whatever those are. Just, you know, <laughs> once he gets that acceleration going, I mean, he he is cruising, brother. Um, offensive MVP, uh, Jay Holly, let's start with you. What are you thinking? You know what? To the man that turned everything around, that let Derek get the total MVP, gotta go with Tannehill. Um, making the switch to him in the Chargers game after a disastrous Broncos game. Uh, him throwing for so many yards, so many touchdowns, uh, only a few interceptions. Yeah, it's got to be. He, he started making that offense click. He let Derek become Derek. So, gotta give it to Tannehill. Yeah, I can. I mean, there's no arguing that mm-hmm. he was. I mean, it was phenomenal sh- yeah. switch by Rabel. Uh, Tannehill stepped up, man, when we needed him to. <clears throat> uh, I'm going. I'm going. AJ Brown. I like okay. offensive MVP. Okay. Uh, That's a dark horse. He, but I not mean, really. Yeah, for a rookie receiver to come in get a thousand yards, I respect. He it. really went crazy this year. Um, First Titan to do so. Yeah, a thousand mm-hmm. yards since Kendall. Kendall since right Kendall, since Kendall. Yeah, sure. Let's see. Wait, did Delaney ever get a thousand yards? Uh, he was a rookie with us. Well, yeah, I'm not talking about rookies getting a thousand yards. Oh, though. I'm just thousand yards overall. It hasn't been done in a minute. But yeah. I, mean, I know he was Mario to serve a target for the longest time. Yeah, mm-hmm. eight TDs, a thousand fifty-one yards. I mean, by far mm-hmm. our best receiver this year. I mean, had we more, didn't even get a passing game going until week seven. Yeah, and had more than double the next closest receiver, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corey Davis at six hundred one, so just under. Um, but I mean, yeah, he absolutely carried um, for for all, all season. Really. Mm-hmm. Uh, John, what are you thinking? Uh, you know, um, an offense wouldn't really be an offense, and a team wouldn't be a team if it wasn't for those boys up front of those trenches. So, That's honestly, uh, I'm going to pull for my man, Daquan Jones. Uh, he was a defensive player, but honestly, he was up there just as many times as Jarrell was. I'm not, I'm not talking about in the backfield. I'm talking about reps. And with, with an amount of reps that he kind of has been subjected to, I am proud of 
him not being called for as many times as mm-hmm. some of these other defensive linemen got it's called. It's a dark horse defensive pick, but you got an offensive pick? Uh, we're going to save that one, aren't we? we no, we, that's what we, we were just talking about. <laughs> Ooh. You've been listening? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So you're playing on his little laptop, not even looking at us. I'm going to defer to no Hamilton. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so, uh, obviously, John's not keeping track very well. <laughs> okay. But, I mean, it's fair. If you were to give an offensive MVP, maybe... That was going to be my defensive. In the trenches. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the I thought tr- you are going offensive line. That's well, how that's you started. And yeah, you yeah, shouted out Daquan Jones. No, Daquan <laughs> Jones has been going off, okay? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I think, I mean, it's a fair shout to give to... Uh, Saffold had a great season. Obviously, yeah. he had a bad. You can give it to the whole line. Yeah, really, the whole line. And you know, Lawan having missed four weeks, I think it really hurt our line mm-hmm. finding its rhythm yeah. because rhythm. And is then question mark at right guard for first half of the season too. Yeah. And, and Davis didn't start. It's just the yeah. offensive line is so much about finding rhythm mm-hmm. and finding. Like, you can tell once they hit their stride. steps and getting mm-hmm. your snap count. And when you don't have all your starters there, it's so hard to gain that rhythm. Um, so I think, yeah, the O-line really uh, did, I mean, obviously with Derek uh, eclipsing 2,000 yards total for the season, um, I think it's, it you know, they deserve a, a major shout-out. Yeah. Uh, we'll move forward to defensive MVP. Obviously, John jumped ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Am I not, not going to get my offensive? Well, what, Do you even have one? I'm going to pick Johnu Smith in that right. situation. Right. Okay, Johnu Smith is going to win that. He had that vacant role at tight end. He, he came in after an ACL tear. That's true. Like, filled his spot. He knew Delaney wasn't going to be functional. Ferkser has been there forever. Uh, so he just jumped in, and he's done everything that we've asked him if he stayed healthy. So yeah. I will take that as an yeah. offensive MVP <laughs> that has not been chosen. Yeah, 439 yards, three touchdowns, great season for a tight end. Right. Uh, without Had one of the greatest catches in Titans history. Mm-hmm. Yes. The, uh, well, one-handed in Baltimore. Ravens, yeah. Oh, yeah. God, that was but, sick. Mm, yeah. One yeah. cheek equals two feet. Two feet, baby. <laughs> Get the meeks in bounds, baby. <laughs> uh, so we'll move to defensive MVP. Uh, I started. Noah. Yeah. Do, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm actually going to say Logan Ryan for defensive MVP. I like it. I like He that. really just showed out this year, man. Um, Pay the man. Pay the man. Seriously, give him his bag. Pay he deserves him. it. Uh, he didn't lead in interceptions. Uh, that would be um, Bayard had the most interceptions for us this year, but he did have four Naturally. interceptions. Yeah, obviously. Can't ball be hog. ball hog as can be. But four interceptions, four forced fumbles. Um, led the team in combined tackles uh, with 113. Also led the oh, team in solo tackles with 73 solo tackles. Um, pretty impressive as a corner. Obviously, he's going to get a lot of those tackles that go to the second level. Um, but, I mean, that's still very impressive to get 73 on the season. Um, he also, this is the most impressive stat to me above everything else, is that he was fourth on the team in sacks with four and a half Jeez. sacks. As a cornerback, behind only uh, Harold Landry, um, Correa and Jarrell Casey, you know that that's impressive. Man. I feel like you're always seeing him rush the passer. You'll yes. be watching the games. You'll see a little twenty six running up, trying to get to him. And it's not just like he does that little edge rush where he tries to run and make the quarterback run out of the pocket. He will. He'll make a move inside, mm-hmm. do a double move inside out. Um, he's really just great at pressuring the quarterback and knowing how to pressure the quarterback instead of just forcing a quarterback out. He knows when to let him stay in mm-hmm. and make that move inside or make the double move and push him out. I feel like as a little guy, you kind of ha- got to have some like uh, some moves. Yeah, plan. definitely. Up definitely. until the end of the season, is a fun little stat. Uh, Logan Ryan only had a six and a half sacks his entire career. Poured on four and a half. Almost, well, it is doubled in his uh, yeah. 
I mean, his career. I mean, he poured. He went off this year, man. Yeah, I mean, just an outstanding. I mean, he team. said it himself that he poured his heart and soul into the into Nashville, and he hopes that they reciprocate. We better you know? give yeah. him yeah. that man his he, money. Give him his money. Tell them to bring me my money. I'm just saying the NFL is a business. Cut the check. I want this whole team to just run it back, though. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't see why not. Yeah. We're obviously gonna we're gonna lose some talent. We can't afford to pay everyone, but that's a talk for later on. Um, we'll cover that in yeah. another pod. Yeah. Defensive, John. Look for at me. me. I gotta go the middle linebacker spot, Rashawn Evans. Uh, just the stops that he was making all year. Yeah. Uh, sure. Constant like any like if a team needed one yard, Titans were there. Rashawn Evans flying in the backfield, making a tackle, getting a tackle for loss. Just a total game mm-hmm. all around. Hard hitter. What we need at middle linebacker right there. Absolutely. Um, great draft. College. Right. Great college, man. That's another pod that I could uh, go on all out, go all, all out on. Uh, yeah, I gotta give it to Rashawn Evans. Yeah, his just his just awareness yeah. of knowing where to be and mm-hmm. when to be there. I mean, it's. Incredible. I think Vrabel's definitely gotten to him. Uh, oh, coached yeah. him up a lot. You well, know, you like, know, coming from Bama, you get that coaching from Saban and everything. Mm-hmm. And then coming from uh, getting Vrabel as your head coach, Super Bowl champion Super Bowl at champion. linebacker. Yeah, coach by Bill. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, our linebackers mm-hmm. should always be studs with Vrabel out there coaching. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he was he was incredible this season. Uh, I'm moving on. I don't know if y'all put one of these, but uh, we'll move on to the most improved player. Um, I'm going to give a shout to – you You want to go first? Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah go, go ahead. I'll, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, coming into the season, his uh, status was kind of questionable, but I think after this season and after missing him for a little bit longer, uh, we kind of realized his purpose on this team, and I'm speaking about Adore Jackson. You know, yeah, sir. he, it, for a long time, it took a while for him to find his role, but his role is mm-hmm. coverage, and he can go tit for tat with any of these wide receivers. We've seen it. Mm-hmm. He's always lined up in the ones, the fastest wide receivers that we're going to be opposing. That man has, I feel like he has Such signed a freak his deal. athlete, yeah. yeah. he has signed his deal with a cornerback here with the Titans just, mm-hmm. just because he can stay with Shard with anybody. And they're not trying to put him out there and punt and kick return where he's going to be an injured product at one point. And that's yeah. what I was thinking. Like, you know, you could see how he locked in after they stopped making him have the punting and kick return. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. He just locked in on focusing on being a corner, and once he did that, his he just turned it up to 11. Oh, know? for sure. Oh, for sure. And it was evident when he was off the field. I feel like teams were throwing all over us. Oh, I mean, they were drilling holes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Adore wasn't there, but that's my most improved. Yeah, yeah uh, I agree. Um, I'm giving my most improved to actually someone who you gave offensive MVP. Uh, I'm going Ryan Tannehill because, you know – he obviously was a great quarterback for the Dolphins. <clears throat> um, I don't think they're quite as good of an organization as we have here, even though I wouldn't say we're a top organization. Sorry, don't But we're not the Dolphins. Adam Gates kind of left them in a dumpster fire. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, but I think coming off uh, such a harsh injury um, after he tore his ACL, came back, tried to do what he could for the Dolphins, um, I feel like I felt failed. Can't even talk. But I felt like he did a great job stepping into a role, and I think, um, yeah, I think he was most most. I was most impressed with the way he improved um, throughout the season. Not only with his, uh, you know, numbers, uh, yards, and whatever, but just with his decision making. Mm-hmm. It looked like he was so composed, even in our loss to the um, Chiefs. He always kept composed. He always was trying to make the right throw. Where Mariota, maybe wouldn't have thrown it because he saw a bad throw. Tannehill may have forced it a little bit, but forced it away from a bad play, if that makes sense. Everybody was waiting on Tannehill to progress. 
Um, that was the that was like the the talk of like every NFL analyst like before covering a Titans game. They're like, you know, Tannehill's had a good season. Uh, we've seen what he's done at Miami, though. We're just waiting on him to regress. Never did. Stayed steady the whole season. Yeah. And he, that I mean, he deserves. I mean, like if if anything, he's probably going to win most improved in the entire NFL because like in his what he he played ten games. Started uh, week if, seven. If you are going to count the, he didn't start. Well, yeah, he did. He did start the seventh. So. Game. So if he played, if you don't count the Broncos 12. game, he went three and seven, or he went seven and three his last his last ten, and that's just, I mean, those first two losses came somewhat early with Carolina. Mm-hmm. One and, score games in uh, the Colts and the Bills game that I feel like Tannehill could have like made a couple more throws. The offense just kind of hummed differently when Tannehill was at the quarterback. It really did for sure. And oh, so many times it just felt like, and uh, don't get me wrong, I have so much love for Marcus Mariota like and what he's done for us. I couldn't love that man more. Mm-hmm. But he was just so scared, it seemed like, at times. Like, he was so scared to throw the ball. He was so scared to run the ball. And Tannehill just wasn't, man. He wasn't afraid of shit. And Tannehill uh, said, fuck it. This is, like, maybe my last chance. Yeah. I'm just trying to audition yes. for a job here. I'm going to throw some mm-hmm. bullets. I'm going to make some passes. I mean, he... Make a couple runs. Yeah. He would lower that shoulder. Damn straight. Yeah. He, he hit a flying knee into the end zone. Yes. That, that rolling... That like finger roll like touchdown celebration he does every time he rushes a touchdown in. I'm, oh, I'm not gonna lie, that's pretty hard. Oh, it's sick. That's hard every it's time. So sick. Uh, John, you got most yeah. improved. Most improved. This is tough. Um, honestly, I'm gonna double dip or double dip with my defensive MVP or MVP. Rashawn Evans uh, kind of started slow last year, uh, sure. but he is solidified as the starting middle linebacker for us now. For sure. For he went sure. from like... For years to come. Too. Yeah, absolutely. Like, mm-hmm. the second year, playing like he did, I'll give him most improved for sure. Yeah, I mean, like he... I remember reading, uh, like, some of his rookie uh, interviews that he had, and he was timid coming in the NFL because it is a big swallow. And he was injured during training camp his uh, rookie year. Exactly. So, like, even coming in off an of injury and having that whole season where you're just learning and you're still trying to fight and try to be healthy. He put it that all second together year. so quick. Oh, my God. He turned around. And, like, for a group of veteran uh, middle linebackers that we've had, we've got someone who's going to stay here for a while if yeah. we pay him. Yeah. Which shouldn't, when, which shouldn't be soon. Yeah. <laughs> in between uh, Jalen Brown and David Long, they're on some cheap contracts for the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rashawn's got that first-round draft pick money. But between Jalen and... Uh, David Long, you know, that's a great deal. I like that David Long kid, let me tell Two, you. Two, yes. Let me talk about that David Long kid. Uh, David Long kid is something different. Um, so. Segway into the next one? Next nah, one? Uh, uh, yeah, rookie of the year. Um, I'm doubling down too, John. I'm, I'm taking A.J. Brown. I mean, shit, man. <laughs> like, shit. Like, he just put on, we've talked about him enough. Uh, I'll go ahead and move on, but. I'll um, go ahead and say A.J. Brown too. Yeah. I think. Thousand yard receiver, rookie year. Became our number one. Potentially the rookie of the year in the NFL, Absolutely. not just for the mm-hmm. Titans. I'm gonna um, go. I'm gonna go something separate. And I'm gonna say David Long, the man we were just talking yeah, about. I think that's man. Good I mean, he he came in. He and came in in key situations. That's true. He actually showed himself on special teams and grew his spot on the mm-hmm. defense, and that is something noble to do whenever you're playing high school ball. But like, I can't imagine how hard that man had to work in the NFL to get that spot. Yeah, and he is special teams wins games. He deserves it. Mm-hmm. Um. Just a little, you know, a quick look ahead. We'll kind of move forward from season awards to ones to watch next year. Um, and I'm I'm gonna go first just because I'm I'm piggy- piggybacking off John. Uh, I think the ones to watch are our linebackers. Period. Ooh. The young core of linebackers. You know, yeah. Rashawn, 
obviously knows where to be, when to be there, makes plays every time. Uh, Harold Landry just – he was rough a little bit during the season. I saw him out in coverage a lot, which I thought yeah. was a little bit weird. Yeah, it was a little strange. Wow. But he's probably our best coverage backer that we have. You gotta get right that Jay on. As far as outside oh, yeah, rushers, sorry, I meant to put Jay on in this mix too. Um, I'm an idiot. Uh, You're an idiot. But I mean, he did drop into coverage a little too much. Uh, but he needs to be a pure rush of the passer type. Yeah, guy. I think so. I think you're right. Um, uh, and also David Long, like you said, I mean, he's just he is a see ball get ball backer. Yes, it's fun is. seeing him just fly down the field. Yeah, he plays a whole lot like Rashawn Evans. A whole lot like Rashawn like a little mini me clone of him. <laughs> yeah. It's a beautiful Maybe. little uh, chocolate Will Compton. That's what he is. <laughs> <laughs> that actually does take his number, right? You did. I yeah. love it. Number oh, that's amazing. Chocolate Will Compton. But yeah, I mean that the young linebacking core is just that's one thing that um, as a Titans fan we worry about a lot of things, but that's one thing that I'm I okay feel, with. I feel very confident in honestly, yeah. and it's hard to feel confident about a lot of things as a Titans fan. But yeah, I feel really good about that. Um, Jay Holly, what are you thinking? Ooh. Big Jeffrey Simmons. Oh, yes. Big Jeffy. Big Jeffy. Came in uh, off a torn ACL uh, and started wrecking games. He he did that in February. Absolutely. Yes. Hasn't even been a year since he's torn that ACL out. And he's over here just playing like an absolute stud. He's a big monster. I mean, he just, he creates chaos. Yeah. It's beautiful. And wait till he gets like an offseason to refine his technique, work on his game, get stronger. He's already back there pushing back linemen with... You know, it's like medically repaired leg, and as soon as he, him and Jarrell Casey, they're gonna work together. Jarrell will teach him some tricks. He's gonna learn from Daquan. So I'm excited for his off season. Are we gonna talk about flops this this pod? Uh, we can, we can. Okay. Well, do you have, uh, do you have I, any I ones wanna, to I wanna watch? Leave, but for my ones to watch, I wanna watch. I wanna key in on uh, Adam Humphreys. Uh, he really didn't get the shine that he was supposed to this season, and that really breaks my heart because well, he's he was, out. Out yeah, he was out. He was yeah. out. So I think he is going to be a one to watch because everyone knows that he has the potential that he had at Tampa Bay. Yeah. He made those great plays for us in the Titans. Yeah. So he just he's needs, a chain mover for sure. He needs to get healthy. Yeah. He, I mean, he's good for ten yards every single time, and that's, I mean, that was like his average this, this season, yeah. I believe. We can resign everybody that we need to resign. The offense has continuity moving forward. I'm very excited for it. And also to brush on that continuity, Khalif Raymond making his way into the bunch of the wide receiver core. I like it. I think that he has got a nice little situation where he doesn't really have to focus on, hey, they're going to be drafting a wide receiver next year. I need to look for another team. He uh, has all this time to come back. Because he's been on four different teams before the Titans were. So before he was even playing for the Titans, he was on uh, different practice squads. Yeah. Or he he was moved around four times. He was on some teams multiple times but I think he's going to come back with that with that hunger with that thirst I think Isaiah Mack is going to come back hungrier he's going to see that I like the Isaiah Mack pick there's there's some people in the D-line that might need to be uh, second string and Isaiah Mack might want to push him out so I think yeah. he's going to come back hungry and Kenny Vaccaro has always been he's, he's always been improving ever yeah. since he's been a Titan yeah. so he's going to be one to watch yeah I want to quickly before we move on to flops I just want to shout out I know we already did, but I want to heavily shout out John Robinson. Mm-hmm. Think about the linebackers that we just named. The four linebackers and the young receivers that we have mm-hmm. that are shining. I mean, John Robinson is trying to build a, build a dynasty. All the John Robinson haters, come see me outside. That made yeah. me Big sick trust. whenever we were two and four and people were calling for John Robinson's job. I'm like, y'all are disgusting. Idiots. Y'all Idiots. don't know anything. But I had to keep quiet. I had to keep quiet this whole time because yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. But big shouts to John. Um, 
I might have made a couple of drunk tweets after the Panthers game. Um, just saying, uh, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call myself out on that. I was upset. I left Germantown Pub after ripping a couple tequila shots. And I was. I said fire everybody. I ain't gonna lie. Hey man, that, that beer and shot combo. It's hard to turn hey, down. Pick them, man. All you Eastern uh, Nashville people know what we're talking about. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Sorry, Brabel. I literally called out Brabel, Arthur Smith. I think John Robinson and uh, the offensive line coach. Uh, I wasn't too happy with him either, Keith Carter. Oh no one. His is, name so. stopped getting mentioned so much as soon as we started winning games. But like they say, winning yeah, winning was, cures everything. We started winning games three weeks after Wallen was back, so it, offensive right. line coach didn't have potentially his best yeah. offensive lineman. So right. everybody kind of started playing better. Yeah, we just started winning. From a coaching winning standpoint, cures everything. Yeah, and like I, I just remember everyone coming for. Uh, we've got a very very special coaching coaching group right now, and I know we're we're, we're going to save uh, potential coaches for since we have a new athletic director or new. Um, uh, we have a new secondary coach. We're looking for a defensive coordinator and a new defensive coordinator. Since we are looking for those right now, I just want to like commend the staff that we do have now because like without those, without Vrabel, without John Robinson, without Arthur. I mean Arthur Smith is has done what people were expecting him not to really to do, and that is yeah. go to the AFC fucking championship also, game. Also, big shots, Dean Pease, I mean. Oh, my God. Thank God. I hope he enjoys retirement. Yeah. Thank you for doing everything that yes. you did for us, Dean. Yes. Yes. If you're listening to this, Dean, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Man, we got some great listeners between Patrick Mahomes and Dean Pease. Man, they're Look all at us. Did you see Kermit the Frog? Oh. What? <laughs> <laughs> all right, John, uh, what you got for us for flops? For flops, uh, I think... I mean, I just gave this man so so much shine, but like, you can't really predict injury like this. But I think the biggest flop, the biggest thing that didn't execute for John Robinson like he expected it to this season was Cameron Wake not turning out. And I believe he's on a one year contract, so his contract. I signed him to a couple years. It was a couple years. We, if we cut him though, we do save a lot of money. We do, and we do need that cap space. And um, what I'm saying is, he's an old man. We're gonna get, we're gonna draft an edge rusher potentially. That's what all the all the professionals are predicting, but. Um, I think he is going to get his contract expunged early. I don't think he has produced, and he's just gotten kind of old. He was more... The Titans' pass rush was pretty... Those first games that we had Cameron Like crickets, honestly. Were were really fun. The very first game was when he got all his sacks. That was a lot of fun. He got his contract in that first game, absolutely. He got his safety. Yeah. Yeah, so if he can come back healthy, I would like to see it, but as of 2020 or 2019... Maybe they can keep him around to, like, help... I don't know with the the next pass rusher that well, we and get. He's a leader, you know. He's oh, yeah. a leader and he's a veteran. He's so, a yeah, huge vet. I yeah. think he could stay around. It, it wouldn't like I'm okay with taking NFL's the, a business, so I understand. Yeah, that we cut him. yeah, I do understand that we cut him, but I'm, I'm okay with taking the cap hit if he's there to to help coach up these the next up and coming pass rusher that we oh, have for sure. edge rusher oh, because for sure. he's been. Uh, I mean, he's a legend. You know, like he's been around for years and he's been doing his job for years. So I'm, I'm honestly okay. I'm okay with cutting him, but I'm also okay with taking the cap hit just for the veteran knowledge and the veteran ability to pour into young players. Uh, another thing I would like to say about that linebacker core is we are losing Wesley Woodyard as well. Yeah, that hurts. Yeah, that does hurt. That hurts. Um, what hurts even more, over 40 years of Coach P's um, coaching defense – he said the most commemorable player that he has ever coached, and he has won successes on the high school level, the college level, the NFL level. He has been all around the sport of football. He said the person that gets the most shine that he has ever coached is that man, Wesley Woodyard. So he has admitted that he is looking to play again next season. Who knows if that will be with the Titans. I just know that's going to be stinging if uh, 
I mean, Coach P saw so much potential on him, and we're, we're seeing him out. <clears throat> so that's another discrepancy we're going to have to touch on whenever we start talking cap space and uh, draft pick orders. Yeah. Um, I think that just about wraps up seasonal, seasonal awards. Anybody else? You got to disappoint uh, a flop for this uh, year, John? Really? DeAndre Walker. DeAndre, uh, that was quick. You had that in your back pocket, didn't you? Man, I was ready. I know Titans, all right. DeAndre Walker didn't even play for us. We drafted him like fourth round, fifth round, not quite sure. Very forgettable player. Could have helped us when we needed it because he's an edge rusher. Uh, Could have provided depth, I guess. We really only had Harold and- Harold Landry rushing off the edge. Uh, Correa, Correa actually performed very well. Yeah, um, he did. Oh my God, he did. His contract is up as well. So, I mean, we have a lot of players that, yeah. that have contracts ending this year. It's going to be <laughs> really like hard. Half our team, huh? Yeah. It's, it's fine, good. I'm fine, we're fine. <laughs> he was drafted uh, fifth pick, 30th overall. DeAndre. Or 160th overall, excuse me. Maybe he can get something going this coming season. Flop for this year. No, you got anybody? I don't know, man. I... Marcus Mariota. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. That's Someone's got to say it. Yeah, Someone's got to say it. John got the cop out. You know what? I'm not giving Mariota that award. I'd rather just act like he's not around. I'm going to parade my Mariota jersey for the rest of my life just because yeah. what he did for oh, us. Oh, everyone's got an eight in their, in their closet. Man. Love him. Everyone's eight got an eight in their closet. He provided so much joy to us in such a dark era of being a Titans fan. Oh, for sure. And, like, I'll never... I'll never forget that, and I'll always respect him for working the way he did and putting the team on his back the way he did. And it sucks that I hope he goes and pulls a Tannehill on his next team. Oh, that'd sure. be great. I'd love, I'd love nothing more than to see him thrive somewhere else. Unless he's playing in a different, or, or he's playing in a conference. Uh, uh, if he goes in the AFC South, I might be a little upset. Yeah. No shot. I mean, I don't feel like. That's true. Where could he go? There's a big hunger for some quarterbacks in this coming up, and I feel like he's got a chance to land somewhere nice, so I don't think he's going to go AFC South either. Yeah. I hope he gets to a decent franchise and, you know, makes the most of it. I heard uh, heard something that was kind of disheartening, but at the beginning of the season, they actually actually knew at the beginning of the season, who do we go with, Ryan Tannehill or Marcus Mariota? And after those games, it was finally... I heard that the, the coaching staff wanted to go with Tannehill, but yeah. the front office wanted Mariota. Because, yeah. I mean, you don't draft a guy number two overall and give him every opportunity. Yeah. Until his fifth year. Yeah. We're paying that man $20 million. Can't blame him. Hey, and I mean... Give him the bag, man. Yeah. He deserved it. He threw a touchdown pass to himself. To himself. In a to playoff himself. game. Mm-hmm. With a Super Bowl contender. <laughs> Outrageous. Um, yeah, I think that wraps up season awards. Uh... I don't, uh, we, we can kind of slot into some questions we have for this offseason. We're not really going to address all of these. This is just going to be a little segment about, like, you know, um, what we have to figure out this offseason. Obviously, we've talked a lot about players we need to sign back, um, who we're going to give our money to. We don't have a limited cap space, and we have a lot of people who deserve money. Projected $66 million in yeah. cap space. Yeah. Um, with a couple cuts, they say that they can get us up to $80 million, which that's nice. a lot of money to yeah. play with. That'd but be nice. Granted, that would be losing Delaney, losing Cameron Wake, and then like a couple of older veterans too. But sometimes you have to trim, trim the fat, you know? Rip in peace, you know? Yeah. Tom Robinson um, is certainly not afraid of a... Uh, this is a new-look Titan, so... It is. Bigger, better things are ahead of us. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, I mean, obviously, the most pressing question right now, I think, is who replaces Dean Pease? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know the answer to that. I don't know if we were doing in get someone in-house. I don't know who that would be. Rabel likes his in-house guys. Yeah, he really does. I, yeah. I think that's like a 
mentality he had instilled with him in New England. He yeah, yeah. I mean, he, it, I mean, he, up mentality. Exactly. And he, whenever he became head coach, he like assembled like a staff that he thought would be successful. And then like if he believes those guys are still successful, he's gonna hire from within. You know, yeah. that's just his mentality. Yeah, I agree with that. Granted, we did just get a new uh, defensive backs coach. Brought mm. him in from the Texans. Something midget. That's all I really remembered about his name. Is it midget? I swear to God. I think it's isn't it not Adam midget or Hold he's on. a midget. No. Well, he is a midget. Hey that's now. his last name. If you're the ball person from the Tennessee a... Titans listening right now, John is very sorry for what he just said. Uh, I saw a tweet that said there's not going to be two little people on the Titans, oh, or two no, midgets on this Titans sideline. No. I can't believe uh, that. Threw that one a face. We're going to get canceled. Follow us on the Brett Kernburner account. We're not getting canceled. We're on SoundCloud right now. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, any other pressing questions y'all have for, for now? Nothing really moving right now. For hopefully we'll have that uh, some answers before we record our next pod. But if we if y'all have any questions some... y'all want us to answer, send it in. Please send them. Brett Kern Burner account at Huge Tit Guy. We gonna... might change that at soon. Realize that might not be the most PC. You know, we came in for the Twitter. Don't give a. That's right. Don't give a. If we can if that's available. We're taking that and we're holding it ransom until we get on the bus with the boys pod. I might uh, sound like an alcoholic on this pod, but I was also drunk when I came up with that at name. So. It's beautiful, though. Thank you. Hey, it's done the trick so yeah. far, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, well, I think that's about it for us, guys. Uh, I'm, we're going to have this out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts very soon, um, pending approval from those places. Obviously, they work pretty slowly. On SoundCloud before um, Super Bowl Sunday, that's for sure. Yeah, we'll have it on SoundCloud. Um, when you're hearing this, it may be after the Super Bowl, so our predictions might be shit. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um... Best of luck. I think I'm gonna cheer for the Chiefs. I want Andy Reid to win one. Oh yeah. Yeah. So him and his Hawaiian shirts. Can't be mad at him. Yeah, you really can't. I mean, he bombed it against those kids, man. Yeah. <laughs> Deserves everything. Well, I've been uh, I've been producer Noah. This is your boy Jay Holly. And this is John. Thank you, boys, for uh, recording another wonderful and episode. Girls, hey, you never know. My I was, mom, talking, I was thinking you guys. I was thinking you too. Oh. Yeah, we no, would be for, your boys. For a right. wonderful episode. Yeah. Noah, you are welcome. I appreciate it, man. Uh, well, that is it for us today. Uh, any last words? Thank tighten you. up. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. And tighten up. and Tighten up and out. It's the sweet one. <laughs>